Well, it's a it's it's a brand new year. <laughs> That's what the calendar says. And uh, I typically don't like to show my whole hand. Okay. With a film review. Sure. Seconds out of the gate. Okay. But I have a hot take that is too hot <laughs> to to not take take. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. If if this new release that we are reviewing today is any indicator of the new releases that we have on our docket for 2022, mm-hmm. then I, I I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> Literally... Literally, nineteen ninety nine, the Matrix came out and (laughs) and blew the world away. It's become one of the most referenced and sat like and 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 parodied films. Everyone does bullet time. Mm -hmm. Lots of people do take the red pill, take the blue pill. Oh yeah, a lot of people go Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, the second one came out. It was definitely a decline from the first one. Um, not as many people liked it, but you know what? There's still enough good stuff in it, I think, mm-hmm. to make it good. The third one came out pretty much universally. Everyone dislikes the third one overall. <laughs> sure. I There's some really great moments in the third one. I don't dislike the third one as much as... I like the third one more than I like the second one, which makes me unpopular. Sure. But all in all, an amazing film came out, and then two sequels to it came out, and everyone was left kind of with a bit of a sour taste in their mouth. Hmm. And then at some point uh, within the last few years, someone said, you know what? (laughs) I don't know if we've left quite sour enough taste (laughs) in everyone's mouths. (laughs) Let's try to outdo ourselves. Let's try to... We can can do better. We can do better. Yeah, let's take everything that they hold dear about this franchise and let's shit all over it. Uh, yeah. Could I so, could I just hold, piggyback on what you were going to say? Uh, sorry, sure. Do your hello and welcome. Yes, we I are, was just going to say hello and welcome. Yes, sorry. We we are the Movie Making Podcast. Welcome to twenty twenty two. Happy New Year. Happy New Films release. But I do want to piggyback on what you're saying just before we move on. That yeah. I agree. The first one came, and I rewatched the trilogy in the fall. Kind of, kind of leading up to this, but just kind of coincidental as well. But kind of just, it's hey, it's the Matrix. So yeah, and so we watched yeah. and reviewed the '99 original, and I, it really hit me again. I was like, dang, this is so strong, just on its did own. We? It's so yeah, profound. I guess we did. we did. We totally did. And then recently, within the last three months, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. And um, I'll be okay. And then, and then we didn't review them, but on my own, I watched two and three. And like you said, I personally, they're fine. They're okay. Um, and they have some fun stuff just like as a snippet, just like, Hey, you know, here's a explanation of why vampires exist in our world. And like, just like little wonky things like, okay, this is kind of fun and cool. I don't know if I needed two films to kind of delve into this kind of environment more, but whatever I got, what I got out of it. But I I completely agree. as, As much as I found the first one profound and two and three were just kind of meh overall artistically. This fourth one had me longing for two and three comparatively. Uh, kind, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like, you know, there's in the third one, everyone craps on the third one. But that fight in the rain, right? The Mr. Anderson, welcome back. We've missed you. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when he's got him down, he's Neo's down in the in that crater, and he's he's defeated, and he he's like pulling himself up. And Hugo Weaving's monologue of why, why, Mister Anderson, why get up? What are you fighting for? Why, you know, it is just so like you know any moment with Hugo Weaving in it is gripping, which is certainly oh, yeah. something we are going to talk about today. My God, sure. But ah, uh, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
I yeah, I'm sure. And I did, you know, and I I like what they did with the story in in the, you know I liked the overall story of the trilogy. I like the fact that like mm. you know mm. it turns out he is the chosen one, but not for what they think he's the chosen one for. And right. the, you know it's all about this is like the seventh version of the Matrix, and this has all been done before. And sure. and and it's an even it's an even deeper situation of control than we originally thought it was the the freedom and the autonomy and the ability to fight that we thought we had is just a part of more of the control Mm. and it's it's phenomenal (laughs) but Mm -hmm. yeah listen uh so i don't know if you should care i don't know if anyone should care but we are going to spoil (laughs) The Matrix, <laughs> Resurrections. Um, I want to say something, though. Interestingly, this is, and I was thinking about it last night. Mm. We reviewed Cats as a new release, but we reviewed Cats knowing, like, we reviewed Cats with the intention of reviewing a ship film. Like, that, was, that was the plan yes. going in. This is the first, and correct me if I'm wrong, hmm. this is the first new release that we've done. I crap on Toy Story 4. Yep. You're not a fan of Joker. That's different. That's different. I, 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 it was like a well-made film, but it made me uncomfortable. It was different. Right. It was different. But, but yes. ultimately, yeah. this is the first... But and, and you didn't mind Toy Story 4. That was, mm. I was kind of like crapping on upset. it. And, and yeah. I loved Joker. Yes. This is the first new release film that we have reviewed that we've both gone in with sky high hopes <laughs> and are and are like no no this is not good this mm-hmm. is this is bad <laughs> this is bad now yeah. i want i i re- listen i really want to like this movie mm-hmm. i want to like it and there sure. are a lot of likable things about this movie there's a lot of good things about this movie but there are it commits a lot of sins a lot of like why 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 would you do that i i will piggyback on like one more time on what you're saying the only thing that recency bias comes in is dune but i think that's again different i think it's different i had high expectations i think you came in neutral and i think you and i to a certain degree was just not the film for us as opposed to being bad is with this we both had sky high expectations and i mean we'll get into it more but i'm thinking we we i don't think you and i finished the film going hmm this just wasn't for me i think i think generally you and i were probably thinking this just wasn't good right yeah yeah so tell me how much you love the new movie (laughs) well it's a weird time uh, this this is some of what we're ta- talk about. I'll bring through this lens, but it was the holiday season, and in also a lot of ways, it was the season of franchise sequels. We yeah. got in a short window. We got Spider Man No Way Home. We got mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife, and we got this. Mm-hmm. And to different degrees, you know, they either were continuations or drew back on you know previous films that endeared to fans so i feel like they all kind of were tapping into the similar market of you know how do we tell a story but heavily rely on stories and characters of past and blend line between being nostalgic but also have something worth seeing and um yeah listen you you you've said it already i think i think this is pretty pretty uh i i was never convinced that this needed to be told from beginning to end. I, I felt it was pretty contrived. Um, I There were times I thought it was a little complex and convoluted to the point of being like hard to understand exactly technically what was happening at certain points. Right. And Which, which is, is typically the Matrix in general. But <laughs> sure. Uh, but I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? Yeah, the other Matrix movies are confusing because they're complex. But there's yes. always... Uh, there's always the ability to 
to find like if you watch closely and if you pay enough attention yeah you can always you know you can it's 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 likely that you've just missed something in this one i think there's a lot of things that are confusing because they don't yes. bother to explain it i i think you hit the nail on the head cuz i'm thinking specifically in the second one where there's the arch- architect scene where you, I, cousin Joe down the street, can watch that scene a lot of times and still not really understand like what exactly the architect is saying at some times. So like, well, it's there's... the wordiest effing dialogue oh. anyone's like. Yeah. So like, there are definitely moments in that trilogy where you might not understand completely, but overall you understand. Okay, he's talking to the architect. Okay, I get the gist of what he's saying. Okay, Trinity's doing this. Trinity's doing that. Like in the climax of this film, there were a lot of things that were going on that I said, okay. From what I've seen in the trilogy, I don't actually understand how this is possible, and it might be, but they haven't explained it to me, and it's just super convoluted that I, you know, it kind of brings up a barrier of of me enjoying it. And we don't need, we don't need to exit through phones anymore. Why? Because diving through, <laughs> diving off off buildings and stuff is a more aesthetically pleasing. Why? I I missed the phones. I'm not gonna lie. I missed the phones. Yeah. I missed... You know what? Okay. Let's talk about how irritatingly on the nose this movie is. Sure. So you start out and you're like, okay. Like, at first, you d- there's a moment where I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, is this a continuation or is this a, a, a reboot, mm. somewhat satire thing? Sure. Where the first three didn't happen and they were actually just video games. Right. Yeah. And and this new Morpheus, before you realize that Morpheus is a program, mm-hmm. um, that this new Morpheus is actually just the, like, you know, that he just kind of made this all up. That maybe it's yeah. kind of like, um, I don't know, like, I'm like, are they pulling a fight club on me? Are they pulling a, <laughs> none of this really happened? It was all in his head? Is this a Shutter Island type? <laughs> like, what what is happening? Yeah. And so, I don't know. So, but then the film acknowledges that we don't want this movie. There's, there's, there's a whole scene where we're talking about how Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. What? Warner Brothers. Yeah. Thanks for plugging yourself. <laughs> wants to do a fourth Matrix that nobody wants, but Warner Brothers is going to do it anyways because... Stories are, that's the thing about stories, they're never actually over, they're, you know. There was, I don't know, like, I don't know how to define that, but, I, like, I don't know if it's called fourth wall breaking or what it should be actually labeled, but, like, it was very Douchebaggery, I think? <laughs> well, is, well, that specifically, but then even, like, the creative team, when they were talking about things and, like, creating a sequel and, like, all the stories are the same with different faces and, like, they were talking about, you know, oh, is it about this? No, it's about that. What was the game about? You know, like... There was like a lot of heavy-handed, I don't know, it's more than just referencing the trilogy, but the, the, the Warner Brothers w- took the cherry, like that was the the pinnacle of, okay, this is getting a little weird. Sure. Um, let's talk about things we liked. The action is fun. Seeing, seeing Keanu Reeves as Neo felt good. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice seeing him there. Seeing Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity felt great. Um, surprisingly, even though it was never one of my favorite characters or a character I really cared about much, seeing Jada Pinkett Smith as, as old lady <laughs> Niobe <Yeah>. was awesome. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah. Seeing, um, and I'm, I'm gapping her name, but the little girl from the, the train station oh, in the Satie. third one. Satie. Yeah. That was fun. I was like, oh, cool. That's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, I liked those things. Uh, <laughs> I liked, I liked, I, I kind of liked the story. I didn't like anything that was happening within the Matrix. I did like the story that was happening outside of the Matrix. I liked the idea of like, okay, this is a new, you know, yeah. So they struck this deal. Um, and the machines kind of have honored it, but they've also kind of got like this new program is now the one that's in charge, the arc, uh, the analyst, and mm-hmm. he's he's kind of he's kind of you know 
double dealing on this deal. Um, and this is a new uploaded version of the matrix, which I guess explains why everything's not green. Although that was something that was sort of aesthetically missing for me. Hmm. Um, and, and that Neo and Trinity are now that the bond between them is the energy that is driving it is powering it. Or something. Yeah, it's it's of some significance. I wasn't and, completely clear. And I'm like, okay, that's uh, that's kind of cool. I liked that. <clears throat> I liked that they're back in the matrix, and that yeah, that the analyst himself, the guy behind all this, is that they're they're blue pilling him. They're blue pilling mm. him over and over, and that's his like anxiety medication or his like depression, you know. Mm. And he takes it every day, and that's what's keeping him from sure remembering. That's yep. what's keeping him from, you know. Yep. Um, I did like, because I was like, okay, well, you know, all right, so they're alive, but they were pretty effed up. Like, what, <laughs> I appreciated the little scene where it's like, yeah, like, we rebuilt you. Like, here's <laughs> here's a shot of your brain. Here's, oh, my gosh. And, like, his this, chest cavity was open. Yeah, like, this is, we were rebuilding you. And I was like, okay, oh. that's cool. That's cool. But also, um, yeah. Mm. I like small attention to detail, like the fact that, okay, he's not actually waking up for the first time, which explains why his head is shaved, but he's not bald and he does have eyebrows because yeah. this is a, this is a you know, and at first when that happened, I was like, oh, wait, that's just lazy. They didn't go all the way. But then I was like, no, no, no. Okay. But this makes sense because he's been, a, he's been unplugged and he's been, you know, mm-hmm. so stuff like that, you know, the 60, but okay. So then let's talk about things that don't make any sense. Hold on, hold on. I want to. I'll add two more little things that I I did enjoy. Not not. I think you've hit on all the plot things. They're like little sub tiny things. The one oh, thing I just that assumed I, you like nothing about it. So that- <laughs> <laughs> I did geek out a little bit, and I loved all the little Matrix figurines around thomas anderson's desk when we first saw him before before we yeah before we realized okay like he i before we were wondering like what is he like and it turns out he's the video game programmer i did just get a hoot out of all the like uh, there was a shadow we never really saw it but i'm like that looks like morpheus and then like just different things on his shelf and like a hand flipping the bird and i was like okay we'll see where this goes but that's kind of a fun little mini moment there were two laugh out loud moments for me and as little as I thought of the film, there's something to be said to laughing out loud. The one was near the end where they were in a pinch and they're like, Neo, I don't suppose you can fly, can you? And he does like his old routine from the previous yeah. movie. And, then like and the, gra- the ground out. ripples a little. the gra- Just a bit. And he's like, yeah, quote unquote, yeah, yeah not, that's not, not, not happening. happening. Yeah, <laughs> and the that only was other, great. The other <laughs> um, laugh out loud moment. And this is the end of my list of good things, at least to add for now, uh, where all the hacks or the exiles show up and the Merovingian who's seen some stuff, he shows up and just, it pans in on Neo's face and he says, oh God. <laughs> and I, la- <laughs> I laughed out loud at that response. Yeah, that was good. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Things that are stupid and don't make any sense or are just dumb or were mm. poor decisions. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's a big one. There's the one that's, the, that's driving me nuts, but I kind of want to sure. save that for last. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that are stupid... Um, why is it, why has it been 60 years? Like, we're all like, oh, we don't know why that happened. And then the movie ends and the audience is like, oh yeah, uh, neither do we. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Why was it, what? Why make it 60 years? Why not make it Hmm. 50? I guess just because they, Hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, I thought there was some bold things done as far as like, <clears throat> now there's a way for a program to manifest itself in the real world hmm. with these like magnetic things. And, and I don't know where I stand on that. Um, I think the fact that the operator can project himself into the matrix is kind of dumb. It's weird for sure. Yeah. 
Um, so that I was like, I don't know. Is the two, is Trinity- the two things I want to comment on those two things because you're bringing them up. The operator and I completely agree. It was kind of weird. The operator actor himself, I thought was a fun contrast. Oh, he's great. The operators in the trilogy's past were good, and I felt good for the role, but they were always so somber and serious, and he was just like a, he was great, he was a boat full of laughs at some times, but um, I don't know how I feel about those, like, sentient beings that were, like, in Morpheus, for example, like those body-like ones. What I for sure did not like, and I can tell you right now, I hated the sentient machines that were, like, big, round, like, balls or like big square shapes floating around i just thought they were lame and janky and like when they're like poorly and poorly cgi'd yeah they like nothing about them was great they seemed awkward and weird story-wise and like one is like snuggling up to neo's head and i i just thought he was gonna have like i just didn't know what was the point of this and then it never came to anything and so those things to me were just weird yeah yeah that didn't work yeah. Um uh, <laughs> is is so is Trinity now also the one? Why can she fly? What's uh, I th- That's never explained. That's just sort of convenient like I don't know, giving her a moment. Is that is that was that like a yeah. was that like a, a a gender political thing where she also she, like she needs to be the hero as well? The only which thing, is, which is fine, but explain. Which is it. fine. The only thing that I read into it, and I'm pretty fresh from watching the film, so I, I could change my mind. I think uh, I asked myself, what is this film like? What is it trying to hang its hat on as far as why was it being made? And to me, the answer was okay. The significance of, you know, they were a power like they tried to make it like uh with flashbacks that they were hinting at this the whole time but it was that they were together stronger and like incredibly powerful together and i'm not sure what switch flipped that now in the matrix she can harness into this as well so i'm not sure if it's kind of like they're a tandem thing now i I guess i'm saying i don't understand but maybe it connects to the 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 powerful together motif i don't don't know yeah i I think it might be a good old-fashioned case of um (laughs) Poor writing. Uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's but, equally as possible. Yeah. Um, <sighs> uh, there's so many little stupid things <laughs> that you're like, what? Why? Like, so is so Neo wrote the new Morpheus. That's as my a, understanding. As a program. Yep. So. But now it's a program that exists within the program that is the Matrix. So is Neo sitting at his at his computer game software company computer? Is he? Does that mean he's altering the Matrix? He's he's editing the Matrix? I don't know. Or and maybe why, he believes he, he. Like I'm not sure. Why would he, he be able to have that kind of power? Yeah. In a situation where he's imprisoned in like. Uh, Okay, let's talk about the big one. The big issue. Okay. I'm a there was there was an explanation. There was a plot explanation for why there was a different actor playing Morpheus. Sure. And we even see a statue. We see Yep. We see references to the appearance, the the image of Lawrence Fishburne. So it's not mm. like we're pretending he didn't exist. He existed. And I love me some Jonathan Groff. I'm a big fan of Jonathan Groff. Mm. So initially when I found out he was in this movie, um, without knowing how or what or why or who he was, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, awesome, cool. Matrix movie with Jonathan Groff. Awesome, cool. <laughs> Maybe he's the operator. Maybe he's... Mm. Who knows? Who knows what he is? Who cares? (laughs) We'll find out. So, let me give you some behind-the-scenes backstory. When this film was written, uh, Lana or Lana? Lana Wachowski. 
Yeah. Got in touch with Hugo Weaving. Hmm. And pitched it to him. And Hugo Weaving read the script and (laughs) jumped for joy and said, said, yeah, absolutely, I'll come back. I'd love to come back. You know, it's it's the Matrix, you know? Yeah. You've you've written a role for Smith. I'm Smith. I'll come back. Uh, and then, uh, but I, so then there was a little bit of scheduling conflict because at the time Hugo Weaving was doing a play hmm. and the official word, Lana was like, well, that's fine. Um, we will, you know, you're Smith. So we'll work around, we'll, we'll work around that. You know, we'll, we'll push some dates, we'll do whatever and we'll make this work. And then the way Hugo Weaving tells the tale is then kind of without notice, he got a message saying, Actually, <laughs> we we don't want to change the dates, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go ahead. <laughs> the 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 actual message was JK LOL. Yeah, and so so now you end up with Jonathan Groff, who is Smith. Zero explanation for why he looks different. Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero explanation for why he's clearly 15 years younger than he's ever been. Because Hugo Weaving, even in the other ones, he's in like his 40s or something. Sure. Jonathan Groff here is like early 30s, at at least from like appearance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and aside from, and, and it's instantly, it's very quickly established that he's Smith because, you know, you've got this, just as they've done all throughout the film. Hey, just in case you forgot that there was a trilogy that came ahead of time, here's some quick clips from all the other films. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. That was weird. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, you've you've kind of got the whole, he, he says a couple lines that Smith said in the other ones and it's, and it's like flashing back and forth between him and Hugo Weaving and you're like, oh, okay, this is... This is Smith. And there's a great moment in this movie where the video game software area is getting raided. The attack is happening. Smith looks down and he sees Smith, who also doesn't seem to know who he is or what's going on, Mm -hmm. looks down and he sees a Desert Eagle, his gun from the other movies. Mm. He picks it up. He has this like tugging inside of him. He picks it up and then points it. And all of a sudden, as the the fire sprinkler system is going off and it's like all very intense, he he lets out this angry yell, Mr. Anderson. And you're like, holy shit. He's back. (laughs) A feeling that you never feel again throughout the rest of this film. Hmm. Because not only does he not even try to do like you know everyone talks about like you know what don't just do an impression of the person who's done this role before Mm. do your own thing but you know what i in this situation i disagree because so much of smith and who smith is is this you know um this kind of because we're here and i don't Mm. have purpose and Mm. i don't have you know and like this way of talking that nobody ever actually talks but he's talking that way because he's this program um and not only does jonathan groff never do that but he only ever refers to him as mr anderson once and he spends the rest of the film calling him tom yeah that would threw me for a loop which is something that not only has nobody ever called him but (laughs) certainly not smith smith only ever calls him mr anderson Mm -hmm. and he's the only one that calls him that Mm -hmm. mr anderson and so he's there, mm-hmm. but it's not him, and it doesn't feel like him, you know, to, to have been the arch nemesis, to have been the big baddie, hmm. the guy that was so evil and so malevolent that we had to get, we had to team up with the machines just in order to take this guy down the last time. Right. He's there. He's not memorable. He doesn't feel like Smith, and confusingly, sometimes he's on our side and there's kind of no real closure or resolution with him. He just goes along his way, 
at the end of the movie. Well, actually, when you mention that, so confusingly on our side is a weird point because the whole premise of the third film was, yeah, we, we got this piece from aligning with the machines to take down Smith. To delete and then, him. And then, with Neil, yeah. And then now there's some, you know, there's a mutual interest between Smith and Neo to take on, you know, the architect who's representing the machines in this case. And now, like, the, when I'm talking about that out loud, that makes me think, okay, are you going to undo any little piece that you you accomplished? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, whatever treaty they had, I feel would be, in, if I was involved in this equation, broken, that you're kind sure. of now partnering with the person that you agreed to partner with to, to take down. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, what do you do, I guess? I don't know. I, well, I, I'm just I, saying from a story-wise, like, <clears throat> I just don't understand what we're doing here. And everyone was just too trusting. And and I, I don't know. I don't, I'm so disappointed. I'm so... I'm disappointed that I spent two and a half hours watching it. I'm disappointed that I allowed myself to get excited. Hmm. The trailer you know, really, the trailer really wet my appetite, and I'm sure the, you're the, you were the same. The like trailers was, were phenomenal. Oh, one of the best trailers I've seen in recent memory. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Tra- the trailers were ridiculously good. Yeah. Better than the film. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I feel taken advantage of. <laughs> and ultimately i'm just angry i'm angry that like this it's not even like it was a new director like sure mm-hmm. it was just one sibling instead of the the two of them sure but but you created this thing this is yours and yeah i mean it got a little worse each time but mm-hmm. not this bad and at least it still felt like the matrix both other times Yes. I, I I never had the feeling of like, oh, this really feels like The Matrix. The only thing that really did make me feel that in this film, and I'm now counting it as a point against it, were the flashbacks that tied what was happening currently to scenes of the trilogy. But really, when you break that down, when a film is reliant on clips from the previous films... That's a fault. Like, that is just baiting into nostalgia. And, like, it's it seems like a bit of a cheap theater trick. That it's oh, like, it, it absolutely is. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the only thing that felt like The Matrix was the previous films in this. Yeah, is, is, is the moments when it was cutting to, to the other scenes. Yeah. I So, I talked about at the beginning about this being the, the franchise or the, the season of franchise sequels. I It goes without saying, we just released our Spider-Man episode. If I were to rank them, No Way Home is light years at the top. Ghostbusters and Matrix are close for me, and I don't think they're the same caliber of made film. I think Ghostbusters was a little bit better, but I think just Matrix was more emotionally significant to me, so I maybe preferred it a bit more. But one thing I'll just say, a f- couple things... Resurrections really did nothing. As far as the new characters, I liked some of the new faces we saw. I talked about the operator, talked about, you know, Neo's colleagues here and there. But none of them I'm writing down on a piece of paper to talk to you about. Ghostbusters, like, six weeks later, I'm still thinking about how Phoebe was a new character who was dynamic and incredible. She's amazing. And the Matrix, they, they did nothing wrong with any of the new characters, but they were all just very okay. Um, missing previous characters. You hit on this. I mean, Hugo Weaving, I missed. Lawrence Fishburne, obviously I missed. And, you know, I don't know enough about the extended universe of Matrix. I read something at one point, and I could be completely wrong, but something that... Well, and it was alluded to in the film, too, that that he died. So, like... I guess there was maybe no way to actually bring him back because I think it was known in their extended canon that Morpheus had reached a, a death at some point. So maybe maybe well, there's I mean, no so, way to... So did Neo and Trinity. <laughs> Good point. Good Neo point. Neo was blinded and then, yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. 
we're, 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 in, we're in the realm of yeah we're in the realm of we don't actually need to pay attention to anything we've done prior to this we can just wow i mean i feel like you just lowered me because i was like okay i i was like the lawrence fishborn is impossible but you're right i mean <laughs> when you're when you're dealing with stakes of like people are have been like blinded in one eye and have their eye regrown and like you know trinity had like a, a pole sticking out of her chest uh, you know anything's possible here that's a good point and here's the question if more uh, so s- supposedly morpheus the program mm. is supposed to be like an amalgamation of morpheus and smith that that's right. said at one point yeah i don't see it I don't. I don't see how Smith is in there. I mean, he, he starts out as an agent. Yeah. And that didn't also like. There wasn't. There wasn't a lot of explanation there. Um. I. Uh, why? Why did Neo? If if Neo had to program a, a Morpheus program, why did he program him as like a pimp? Why is he all of a sudden in like these seventies like wide collared, <laughs> loud suits and these like like what? <laughs> this is nothing like what Morpheus looked like or was like or yeah. and he plays such an insignificant role ultimately he does I mean maybe he from a plot perspective I guess essentially he helps Neo come out and then helps Neo find his drive because they're having that fight and Neo's pretty pretty mad about everything like not interested in yeah but I mean thing. anyone could have done that well, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Although Morpheus's role, you know, Morpheus in the first one is like this amazing guru. Right. And then and then as the Matrix movies progress, he's like, oh, no, actually, he's an idiot who doesn't know anything. Like, the wall's been pulled over his eyes, and he's just some chump <laughs> that, that nobody agrees with and is pretty out of the loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, I think, I think what I was would have been more happy with, and I, I watched the trailer again to kind of just understand what 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 would I have been more happy with, and I'm not sure. I think I would have been okay with this sequel occurring. Obviously, like I saw the trailer, so I wanted it to happen to some degree. I think I would have been okay with some sort of you know neo had survived and i think that's the one thing that you maybe could have written in and like maybe he wasn't actually dead at the end of the third one i mean i think it gets pretty wishy-washy once you start bringing back trinity and then it's like okay what makes sense what doesn't make sense but i think you could have maybe written it off that neo had somehow been kept alive and maybe if he was just in some self-induced matrix coma and more just plagued with guilt of trinity dying or at least her absence. And I think just some type of something, I think ultimately I didn't like the architect to some degree. I like Neil Patrick Harris. I, I'm not disliking his role. I just, from a story written perspective, I just thought everything seemed so contrived in this new rendition of the architect or the, or whatever his character was called. I just yeah, found the it contrived. And, uh, you know, as good as Neil Patrick Harris was as an actor, I think I would have preferred more of an internal struggle or some such with Neo versus having some new contrived conflict. Because, I mean, it never really came to a head that was fulfilling. I mean, you talked about how people hate the third film. People, for whatever reason. But as much as they fault it, personally, I enjoy how much of it builds to this final climax of, you know, you got Smith, you've got Neo, and, you know, you've got something that it's okay, we've had something gradually building to this trickle that now it's just, we're opening the floodgates. With this, I was I was, I was was not waiting for something as a, of epic proportions, but I was waiting for something to be like, okay, this is Matrix-esque, you know, a duel in a subway, a, a fight between someone and someone else. And this honestly felt like just like a Call of Duty game at the end with like drones of zombies chasing people and you get a bit of a cliffhanger moment or, you know, skyscraper jumping moment that also didn't really pay off. And I, I was just rather disappointed with that. Like that really didn't pay off. I, you know, it could have been a pretty poor film, but if it had a matrix level finish of enjoyment, entertainment significance, I think I would have gone, wow. Okay. Well, maybe it's a little bit mediocre, but we didn't even have that. 
Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> what can you say? I, it's trash. It's, it's such a bad film. <laughs> and it's sad too because like as a fan, I should be ecstatic that they're bringing things back like Seti. But I mean, I can't even enjoy it because then she's spewing off some contrived thing about oh well, you know, we, you saw my parents in the third film, and they were really involved with this plot that we're talking about now, except it's so convoluted and complicated that you'll be kind of lost with what I'm explaining, and you won't even be able to enjoy me for who I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm, hello, oh, my name is yeah. Fan Service. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I would have rather have seen, you know, like, you know, everyone got purged. Okay. I would have rather seen it like a recast version of like, ooh, this is the new, this is the updated ooh. version of the Oracle. I would have rather seen that, you know, because the Oracle feels so pivotal to the story of the Matrix. There's always the Oracle has always been there. It's pivotal because it's not only pivotal from like a, a plot progression standpoint. Usually it's centered around her helping the characters. And as that related to free choice. So that's a good that's a good comment to make that she was pivotal. But it's also pivotal that or I guess it's. Sorry, not pivotal. But also, it's weird that she just is gone, and we don't, like, we... To me, getting purged is not enough of a good excuse to say, hey, everyone else is back, but the Oracle. Like, it, the Oracle was what made the story so cool of, like, ancient philosophy to, like, modern-day storytelling. It was, like, that bridge between the two. And with her gone, it's like, well, what are, what are you without her, Matrix? Like, what, what yeah. is this story without you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. If you don't have anything else written down, I'm so done talking about this movie. I, I've got three questions. All right, and they're not, like, the, the, If you don't have answers, the, we don't have to discuss them. It's more just, did I miss something and did you pick it up? Okay. So you hinted at this. I just want more, like, I'm wondering what piece actually occurred. Because I get missed, missed, I get mixed signals of like, oh, well, it was a limited piece and the machines are fighting and, you know, we left Zion. But then at other times it's like, no, no, what you did, Neil, was totally worth it and it accomplished a lot. And I just, I just, I I got mixed vibes from that. So I just don't understand exactly what kind of piece occurred. The second is just everything around Morpheus. I just don't understand what rising power was occurring that he ignored. Like, was that Neil Patrick Harris? Did I, like, was that... What rising power did he ignore that is, uh, uh, my, to assume was his downfall? I, that I didn't know. I almost, <clears throat> I almost wondered if that was Niobe. Because, oh, really? Well, just because she spoke so ill of Zion and everything she that really came did. before. She was like, yeah. you know, they're just, they were weak. And they were caught hmm. up in their own. They had become a matrix of their own. They were, you know. Hmm. And it sounded like very much like she was running her own, you know. Hmm. She was running whatever that new city was. Um, she was yeah. running that like it was It was like a ship, right? She was very much sure. the captain of that place, and, and you don't question it, you don't talk back, you don't, you know. Mm. That, that is an interesting thought. Yeah. And my last question. But I hey, just, they have strawberries. <laughs> Honestly, I, I... And you'll be excited did, about the blueberries. That did resonate with me when they're like... Oh oh, you can make strawberries big whoop. And I'm like, right? Like, who cares? Like, come on. Yeah, like what? And I'm like, okay, can you give me another thing that doesn't further the plot or, or, or matter? <laughs> and I, like, I had to reevaluate with myself. I'm like, oh, but Pete, this is a big deal. Like, that's right. They've only eaten the gross goop in the real world. So this is a big deal. But I mean, when you're having to coach yourself up about what's a big deal in a movie, that maybe is a sign that, yeah, wrong. but the you know what the gross goop was there to show you. Look, this is how bad things are. Sure, this is how desperate we are. Sure, and then the strawberries were there to tell you, eh, things aren't that bad. We're not that desperate. True, fair enough. Okay, so if You've things aren't convinced. that bad and you're not that well, it's I, like if things aren't that okay bad. No, no, I wasn't. I'm like okay. I'm I'm leading you down the wrong path here, sir. You are. You actually Be- are. Because I'm like, if things aren't that bad and you're not that desperate. I'm sorry. Where is the conflict? Who the hell cares? Just, just. There's no, there's no Sentinel army on its way. You're all fine. That city was fine. That city didn't give two shits. It was literally about the injustice of, of. It was just literally all about. 
should Neo and and, and Trinity, Trinity be, be woken up and should they reunite and have their love? So this leads into my last question, which I didn't understand from a plot perspective. And I, again, maybe I'm missing something. Why did Naomi give a crap about getting Trinity? I didn't understand because she's like, no, it's too risky. We can't do it. Then they talk with Satie. And then at some point, Satie classifies it as an extraordinary opportunity that, you know, the architect has this oversight that we could get Trinity. And I'm in Naomi's shoes. I'm like, okay, great. That'd be great to get another homie back. But I just don't understand why she went from like, it's not worth the risk to we have to do this. How Like we need yeah, some volunteers. That, that one I can't answer. Um, yeah. I think it was uh, to further the plot. Was, <laughs> Honestly. Was the only. Honestly. Yes. Was the only thing. Because you know what? And I'm like, I just F, just leave it. Like, hmm. listen, Cypher was a dick in the first Matrix. Sure. Yep. But he has a point. Ignorance is kind of bliss. Mm-hmm. Like, these people, if, you know, he's like, you know, I know the stake isn't real, but my brain tells me that it's real. And, and if, and Morpheus says it, like, if what is real, if, if real is just electrical signals in your brain. Hmm telling you that something is real then the matrix is very real hmm. and and if you're if these people you know i feel like there's this always been this whole big thing no it's not fair we must unplug them all why mm, so that they can wait nine months for a strawberry to grow like they're they're <laughs> they've got jobs and coffee shops and motorcycle repair shops and right. and video games that everybody loves this is a this is a much nicer better feeling version of the matrix than what we've seen before hmm. this new update is a win hmm. hook me up you i don't really, know you really make me remember the first film raised that question of what's real and you know if it's you know just electrical impulses then it's just as real to me and all all that question of what's real and what's not and I th- I honestly realized that was hinted at a lot in this film with Neo and having trouble discerning and but at the at the same time I'm like okay guys have we have we beat this dead horse enough I mean it's I think it just hammers home the point the original was kind of very very unique and had a very philosophically charged plot. Two and three kind of added to it a little bit, but were a little watered down. And this one, it's just, there's not much to go on. Well, and there's a moment where they try to allude to that, where they're talking about the video game trilogy. And they're like, oh, yeah, the right. video game trilogy was this really sophisticated commentary on political this and and sure. society, social yeah. commentary yes. on whatever. And you're like, yep. was it? Like, <laughs> It was a lot of things. I've never thought about it in those terms. I don't know. Are you True. are you asking me to go back and rewatch it again now this week and and watch it through that lens, or is that just what you were hoping it was? Right. And also the other thing, it was like I don't know. There was a, show me an animated version of the original scenes because when he's when they're in this this theater and they've like reconstructed the set. Of like the two chairs there, and they're going to unplug Neo, and they're going to do all this stuff. And they're like, these are scenes from your video games. And it's like, no, they're not. They're live-action scenes from the first movie. God, freaking gravy, those are great graphics. Man, video games have come along a long ways if that's what it looks like. No, show me. I would In that moment, I think it would have been fun to take those scenes. Hmm. And show them to us as video game scenes on those hmm. on those screens and behind them. If the, hmm. if 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 he thinks it's a video game, if the world thinks it was a video game, then show us that, give us hmm. that. You know, because like otherwise, they're like these are scenes from your video game, and I'm and I'm just picturing Keanu being like, "Whoa, I'm I'm a great video game programmer. <laughs> whoa, whoa, it looks like a movie. Whoa, <laughs> I just I." You know, and there were moments it Neo, Neo in the real world, mm-hmm. bald Neo felt like Neo. Sure. Matrix Neo never felt like, even once he was like mm. back in the know, he never felt like Neo to me. Hmm. He felt like confused John Wick. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, yep. like he didn't, it was like, oh, this is just like the, because something I always, you know, Neo, Neo, you see this all the time. You'll, you'll like watch a movie and you'll be like, wow, like, you know, yeah, I really love this actor in this movie. And then you watch an interview with that actor. Johnny Depp is a perfect example. Johnny Depp, mm. you know, you've got Jack Sparrow and he's like, you know, he's doing all this stuff and, 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 and then he's in Willy Wonka and then he's in, and Sweeney Todd and, and all this stuff. And then you see interviews of him and he's like really quiet and introverted and awkward. And you're hmm. like, wow, like, okay, the real you is quiet, introverted and awkward, um, but you're just an excellent actor. And I've, I've often thought that in a slightly different way about Keanu Reeves, where I'm like, in hmm. interviews, you're just weird and kind of aloof <laughs> and you, d- you never come across as super intelligent. You're always just like a little bit fake and longing for a really philosophical thing to say and like a really like meaningful way to answer a question, but it just comes across as like a motivational poster. Mm. And, but in movies and, you know, as, as Neo, that's not you. Like you play, you know, you, you take on the role and you play it well. Um, anytime Neo is in the matrix in this, I was like, Oh God, Keanu Reeves is in this film. (laughs) That's not Neo. That's, that is interview Keanu Reeves. And I'm not for it. I don't know, but Carrie Ann Carrie Ann Ma- Moss was instantly Trinity, mm. okay. and oh my God, that moment when she when she they're leaving the the place and her family's trying to pull her and she comes to and she's like, "Stop right. calling me Tiffany." Tiffany, I hate that name. My name is Trinity, <laughs> yeah. and you better take your damn hands off of me. Mm. Like she's just like instantly she's like, "Yes, that is the Trinity," because the Trinity we know and love would not be manhandled. <laughs> Would no. not be, you know, is, would would flip her shit here. And that's exactly what she does. And that's a fun moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what, like, uh, I don't know. And then, the, so the final scene, this is the last thing I'm going to say. I was hoping you were going to bring that up. Yeah, because I... The final scene where they're, like, kicking the jaw off of Neil Patrick Harris. <sighs> yeah. And then snapping him back into, and they're like, and he makes a comment about how they can do whatever they want in this world. Uh, did they own the Matrix now? Like, what... Yeah, it's I don't that simple. Now they have now they have snapped their fingers control over the analyst. How did that yeah, happen? I don't know. What was the plot device where all of a sudden that power dynamic changed? Yeah, I I'm I, not sure. I, and essentially, nothing in that scene, like quite blatantly, it was a scene that just reminded me that like almost nothing in the film that we saw actually really mattered. I guess that Neo and Trinity were were unplugged, and we can have three more. I I don't know, three more films. I don't know. That is, I, I don't know. Well, no, because the producers have said we don't currently have a fifth film in the works. Like we have no plans for a fifth film, and it's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, look, this was garbage. Mm-hmm. But at least I would kind of understand. Like, if you told me, well, you know, this is we're setting up a new trilogy, then I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, you're gonna sure. further this. You're gonna make sense of this. Whereas if this was just meant to be a resolution, if this was meant to be closure, if this was meant to be the the send off for everyone, why? Yeah. Why'd you drag up all these corpses just to <laughs> spit on them a bit and be like, oh well, there you go. Actually, yeah. they're alive. Credits. Do 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 do. Like, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are you ready to to rank this film? I am I am ready. Scale of 0 to 10, sir. Matrix Resurrections, if mm-hmm. you can even call it a resurrection. <laughs> On a scale of 0 to 10, I was generous and I gave it a 5. I mean, the first third of the film was weird, but at least funny and some I felt there was some potential for where things were going. The middle third fell flat and the final third just like I said was convoluted and that ending scene just really just pounded home the fact that really nothing in this film mattered and was of consequence and so although it was no spider-man the silver lining for me in this that put it above ghostbusters where the flashbacks is corny is cheap of uh of a bait that is and i gave it a five out of ten on my scale that i personally have that tells me how much effort i want to put into a film it did not make the lowest lowest category. So it actually made the second from the lowest. So it's not worth seeing in theaters. It's not worth pay me, paying a premium like $30 on Disney+. Plus. But it would 
be okay to watch once on a streaming service that you were already subscribed to, and that would be more than enough. What did you? Yeah. Well, and that's what I did. I, you know, I feel like, like I, you know, I feel like you have a bone to contend with that. And, and so, disclosure: I did not go see this in the theater. It was it was sure. one of those day and day yeah. release HBO things. Sure. Yep. And that's how I watched it. Sure. Um, and that's it was good enough. <laughs> I don't think the big sc- I don't think the big screen would have fixed this. Oh goodness, no, 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 no. I'm not not even just fixed. I'm not sure if it would have enhanced. No, uh, I give it a three out of ten. Wow. Okay. You know, yeah. uh, it's it has some fun moments. It has some cool, like oh, that was fun. Some moments that make me smile. Um, but all in all, it's it is a it is a nice shiny Camaro in a sea of Priuses. It is just <laughs> that didn't make any sense. It, I don't it, know what that means. It's it's shit. <laughs> I don't know what that means. And every so often, my brain tricks me and goes, "Is that lavender?" Mm. Oh no, no, <laughs> no! That's shit. That 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 is shit. Yeah. <sighs> Would you watch in like the last two and a half weeks? It's been sure. a while. Sure, I watched a couple films actually, so I'll go through them quickly. <laughs> Um, I watched the 2017 film Molly's Game. I've watched it before. I watched it again. It solidly held up. It was one of those, you know, based on a true event thriller kind of movies. I, I give it a 7 out of 10. It's well made. It's entertaining. Worth your time. Um, I watched... You'll be pleased with me that I did some homework. It wasn't an official recommend, but you said it was on my short list. I watched Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, buddy. <laughs> how effing good is that movie i so i gave it a six out of ten i there were you things bastard <laughs> i don't dislike it. i don't think it's a bad film and i think there's a lot of unique things that it brings and a lot of the post like a lot of the ending and the post credit things i'm actually excited for it going forward and i'm excited that he's part of the mcu uh, just this specific film itself, there were a lot of things that I liked. There were some things that I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I'm ready to keep moving with forward with the story. And to be fair, I had watched it in the sh- like the mushroom cloud that was following um, Spider-Man No Way Home. So everything oh, felt sure. a little flat. So uh, I can strongly say that it was a 6 out of 10. Maybe it would have been higher if I had seen it in theaters or at a different point in time. Uh, but I am excited for Shang-Chi going forward. Yeah, it'll be fun um, to see him as a part of the Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, you know, I there like don't get me started. There were things that I loved about him, and I'm so excited that he's part of the MCU. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I watched. Uh, I went down the what's his name, the Adam McKay directorial film rewatchings uh, in anticipation of a new release that came out. So I rewatched the 2018 uh, Christian Bale Vice film. It was okay. I I think the Kool Aid wasn't. I wasn't drinking it as much as I was the first time I saw it. It was a six out of ten. It was a li- just a little too political for me. And the last thing I watched was his new film, Don't Look Up, which uh, I was excited about for ages. It has so many, so many, so many actors in it. Like too many a big to cast. list. Big cast, but obviously the reason I was intrigued about it was because it has Adam McKay, which I'm like some of his films, but it has Leonardo DiCaprio. So, I mean, when those two things converge, I had to watch it. It also didn't really hold up. It was very like sat. It's a satire film and it just was a little too strong for me. It, unlike some of other, like McKay's other films that are based on like legit, like Here's me retelling a crazy tale that has occurred. This was just kind of, you know, based on some truths that are things going on, but it was very political, very satire heavy. And I I just, as a film, I just don't think I enjoyed it. And um, I gave it also a six out of 10. Wasn't bad, but just wasn't amazing. Um, But the cast alone was, it was, there were some times that I laughed out loud, but overall it was just a little heavy. And that, in a nutshell, is I think what I watched this past period. 
What did you watch this week? Uh, so I'm going to do it out of order. Sure. I watched Don't Look Up. You did watch it. And I watched it with three other people. And when the movie ended, we all looked at each other and almost simultaneously said, oh, my God, that was bad. <laughs> what did we just watch? <laughs> Like Can any I? of the parts, Meryl Streep as the president, that was painful at times. It's just so stupid. Like it is, it, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, what? No, I actually have to tell you, I was going to give it a five out of 10 and I'm not making this up. I gave it a six solely based on Leonardo being in it and his performance, which I found strong. Other than that, it was not very good. He's good in it, and the rest is pretty crap. Like, it's just too strong. Like, it's just, it's it's like when you're trying to make a point with a story, and I'm talking, like, at a party, but then you don't stop. Like, if you bring it up throughout the night, and people are like, okay, guys, like, let's move on. Let's play Yahtzee or something. And that one friend's like, no, no, I want to tell you more about my story. And everyone's like, guys, like, it's we get it. Let's move on. That was this movie. Like, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Too much. Too I much. watched Tick, Tick, Boom. Interesting. Someone, mm-hmm. what did you think? Um, It's not the movie I thought it was going to be. And there are moments where it, the pacing, the pacing is a little weird. Oh, okay. um, but ultimately, I think it was strong. Ultimately, I, I would give it a positive review. Do you, like, not to put you on the spot, but what would you give it out of 10? Like, just to kind of gauge. Um... Six point eight. Okay. Okay. So not bad. It's not bad. Not, ba- not bad. Almost yeah. a seven. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. Could, the reason I'm just so floored is a uh, we got the Garfield connection from a couple weeks ago, so I'm on mm-hmm. a bit of a high with that. But someone mm-hmm. literally just today told me, "Oh, you should check this out." And so you're the second person who watched it. So I thought that was coincidental. I think it's worth a watch. I, sure. I, it won't become a part of my permanent collection. Sure. Um, sure. For a, a number of reasons, um, which we can discuss more once you watch it, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it but it's not bad. I don't know why I got some heat a couple of weeks ago when I referred to someone but didn't mention them by name. So I should just say the fr- the, the person who told me was friend of the show Marshall. I just should just say that. Yeah, you also got crap for not mentioning Carl. Yeah, you, you big you, time. You were like, oh, the person <laughs> the person who I was feeling up during Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> And, and, and I, so then I was like, okay, well, I guess I don't Cause I knew you went to go see it with Carl yeah, and then, yeah. and then, but you were being aloof about it. And I was like, okay, well maybe I'm supposed to like, maybe something's going on that I don't know about. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So the person you went to go see, and then like literally like the day that episode came out, he messaged us and he's like, what the hell? <laughs> I just wasn't you used, sure if he you was used okay to call that me I by mentioned name. that. I was just, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I watched Matrix Resolution. Mm. Revolutions? Revol- Resolu- whatever Number it is. Two or the th- two the or third three. one. The okay, third yeah. one. Yep. Um, yep. In anticipation for watching this, I watched um, Christmas Vacation. We're going mm, back a little bit a st- now. That's a staple for you. It is a staple. It is. Uh, another staple, Christmas Eve. I wasn't feeling very Christmassy. I was like, ah, I don't know what it is. It was mm. in a different setting than usual. I was like, I'm just not feeling Christmas. Uh, and then we watched Jim Carrey's Grinch. And then I was like, I was right there. I was like, yep. <laughs> okay. Christmas is here, buddy. And so I watched that. Um, um, I watched Last Night in Soho. And... I I recommend it. Uh, I but. recommend it. But two out of the three people that I watched it with that night went to bed and cried themselves to sleep. Oh, heck. Yeah. So it's, I recommend it, but it's intense. Huh. It is intense. Yeah. I'm intrigued, but also nervous, but also terrified. I it's yeah. it's it is X. I recommend it. Um, 
And then what's the other one I watch? Oh, um, we've talked about this in the past. There's like a, a really shitty, um, it actually plays in the theaters, but it's like based on a book series. Uh, what was this one called? As after there's, I think there's after, and then after we collided, I think this one might be after we fell. Hmm. It's just like a, it's just like a, a, uh, it's, it's a romantic, like a young adult romance, sex and cheating and fights and making up and moving away for jobs and coming back. And I love you. And I know you do. And I can't do this anymore. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's literally an hour and 45 minutes of getting your, your drama fixed. Like if you're literally mm. just like sit, you want to watch some drama, um, not like drama, the genre, but like drama as in like just drama, mm. like mm -hmm. people being dramatic. Um, then, then th it's like, this is it. This is it for sure. <laughs> So there's that. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the things I watched. Nice. nice. But today I'm going to watch. Can I say that? Can I do that? Is that a thing? I think. I'm going to watch the Return to Hogwarts today. The oh. 20th anniversary mm. Hogwarts Harry Potter thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah. Wrap it up, sir. Well, thank you for the, so much. For, for the first time in 2022, wrap it up. Well, that's true. Well, thank you, as he said. Thank you for joining us for the first time this year. Like, follow, subscribe. Check out the social media links below. Check out our Patreon page. Check out our merchandise page. Help support the show. Help us grow. Help us pay bills. Um, and although uh, this was a new release, we're, we'll be joining you for some non-new releases and new releases alike going forward. And uh, hopefully things will kind of keep going up as far as our enjoyment of the new releases. But... If not, we'll still have fun, and thank you for joining us, and hopefully you had fun as well. If it gets worse than this, I... <sighs> there are some important films this year, man, like the yeah, Jurassic sure. Park and yeah. and and uh, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, and like there's just a lot that needs to not suck. I have very I'm, high hopes. I'm, Top Gun I'm, Maverick. We're, I'm going to end the episode on a question, and you just have to say A... Or B. All right. A, watch Matrix Resur Resurrections again. Or B, Lost in Translation. Oh, Matrix. Definitely Matrix. Oh. I mean, because it's, it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still the Matrix, right? It's still like <sighs> fun fight scenes. And, and I could like, I could, listen, I could put <sighs> the Matrix on and half pay attention to it and tune in every so often and see something fun and enjoyable. Whereas if I put if I put Lost in Translation on, I'm going to half tune out and then tune in every so often and be like, what the hell? <laughs> cool. Speaking of going to bed crying, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah.